Hey, thanks for joining us here on The House Podcast. We hope that you are encouraged by this message. If you want to learn more about The House, check out our website at welcometothehouse.com or download The House app. I love it. Okay, so I am going to do a little bit of an introduction. Courtney did a great job. Um, Miss Hetty, uh, I have known her since I was 11 years old. She started a summer camp called Brook Hill Ranch Summer Camp in Hot Springs, Arkansas. Yes. And I went, I started going when I was 11. And I went all the way to 15. And then um, I was, she was an amazing storyteller. If she ever gets a chance to tell you a story, you will be on the edge of your seats. Uh, But I wanted her to come and share. And my idea was I called her because I kept on feeling like the Lord wanted her to speak into the ladies. So I was going to go down to Hot Springs a couple weeks ago, and I was like, hey, can we do a video? Because I really want you to come and speak and speak into the ladies, but a video may be more convenient and more better for this season. But Miss Hetty, in all of her faith, was like, I'm coming to your event. So we are so glad that she is here And she does have a wealth of wisdom. She is full of the Holy Spirit. There is never a time that I end a conversation with Miss Hetty that I don't feel blessed and challenged to do what God has called me to do and do exactly what the Word says. So, with no further ado, I want to give her the opportunity to just let that overflow come out of her. So first of all, so you do get to know her a little bit better, I want her to tell, her a little, tell us a little bit about herself and her story. It's so inspirational, and I never get tired of hearing it. So, Miss Hetty, can you tell us a little bit about your story? Well, I can't tell a little bit. <laughs> Those of you who know me, I'm so glad to see y'all. Boy, it's been a long time since we've gotten to be together. Whoa! We'll make up for lost time today. You know, I, I don't know whether to start with a funny story. You don't want to hear a funny story? Okay. Now, this is to let you know that God will use anybody. This is to let you know that you don't have to think, well, I don't live in the right place, and I don't look the right way, and I'm too tall, and I'm too short, and I'm there. You know, all that bunch of junk that we're going to cut through today, we're not going to leave here the same as we came. Because I'm not into meetings. <laughs> I mean, another meeting? No. This is a moment. This, this is a moment. And this is a moment where the Holy Spirit wants to infuse us, release us, change us, cause us to come into a, another dimension of the rut that it's so easy to live in. Oh, it's so easy to get your little way of going. And we just, that's the way we are. This is who I am. (laughs) You know, I've had women say, well, Hedy, this is just who I am. You can take it or leave it. I said, well, if it's okay, I'll just leave it. (laughs) 
Okay, I want to start with how you perceive yourself. I want to start with how you think about yourself. Now, <clears throat> when the Holy Spirit came into my life, living on a dirt road in a little old bitty house out in the country, no money, <clears throat> and I surrendered. I'm going to tell you, somebody here today has been putting off surrender, giving it all, giving it all, trusting him for all. When I said, I'm be married to Don Brooks, I don't even like him. And the road is dirt, and we have no neighbors. I'm, I'm lost. I don't know where you live. You could live in the biggest house in the world and be lost. You can be rich and be lost, and you can be poor and be lost, and you can be in between and be lost. Lost is a condition of how we think and how we perceive ourselves. Wait a minute, can I start over? <laughs> Katie, you can do whatever you want to do. <laughs> That's a good thing. Aren't you so proud of Katie and Stephen? <laughs> known her forever. Well, a long time. <laughs> she didn't know she would be here today with you. And you don't know where you're going. It's not over. It, it's not over. You don't know what God's going to do. Stephen Sexton, That's my husband, for those who do not know. Yes. <laughs> yes. She is so brave. <laughs> I'm telling you that, kid. Whoa. He came to our leadership training, Applied Life. And he was interesting. <laughs> you know what I mean? Stephen's like my son, Tim, who's the pastor of our church. You know, they've always got another idea. They've always got another idea. They're always going somewhere. They're always going to make it happen. I'm telling you to see God channel that. And to watch Stephen and to watch you, Katie, helping get where God. Do y'all feel love today? I mean, that someone went to all this trouble for you and me. You know, I was telling Lori, I, I, we went in our hotel room and here were baskets of goodies. Just, uh, just, who? I mean, we just walk in and say, well, either we like it or we don't like it. It was too long or too short, or it was this or that, or they did. I mean, what is the matter with us? 
ungrateful, critical. I mean, we're going to change that right here today. We're walking out here and we're going to be the sweetest people on the face of this earth. <laughs> we are. Why not? There are choices out there. Thank you, Katie. Thank you. Thank you, church. How many of you go to their church? I'm going to get to visit tomorrow. <clears throat> and the rest of you, I'm so glad you came. I'm so glad somebody invited you or told you or loved you enough to say, let's come and as women, let's get something from God. Let's come to a new place. This is not about entertainment. Oh, we went and it was so much fun. No, I went and got my life changed. And my kids and my husband are thankful. Okay, thank you. And thank you to all of you who worked so hard to make everything happen. Yes, We're absolutely. We're grateful for all of you. My two are here that make things happen for me. Tamara, wave your hand. This is my brain. I'm 90 years old. You need a brain, I'm telling you. And if she gets me where I'm going, Diane is my helpmate. She will carry and open the door and do. <coughs> you know what I'm thinking? Sitting back there in that room like I'm something special. I used to go to these meetings, and you'd never see the guest speaker in here. They would come sauntering out. <laughs> and I thought, I am so cornbread. <laughs> what am I doing? But I, I, I do that so I won't get started before it's time. <laughs> okay. So I was going to tell you all a funny story about it. changed my mind. Do you want me to? Okay. I'll make it short. Now, some of you that have been to seminars, where are my seminar girls? Yeah. Okay, you've heard this. Now I'm going to tell you again. My husband always said, I know you've heard it, but I'm going to tell it to you again. <laughs> so I was going out to Denver or somewhere, speaking, flying on the airplane. This woman that was going to pick me up for the place I was speaking. <coughs> her husband thought she was lost her mind going where all this stuff is going on. And she thought she lost her mind. And he thought, and so she said, you've got to come here, this woman. She, she is not, she's not a snake handler. She's not cuckoo. She's not, you are going, she, oh, she had prayed Hetty Lou Brooks was going to be the woman that was going to change her husband's life. Okay, I'm on the airplane. It's, we're just about to land. Now, I used to use tube lipstick. You know, now we use a stick or whatever. But I would, before, you know, I'm always putting my hands on my face, and that's wrong, but I do it. 
And <clears throat> so I took this tubular silk out, and I would make round circles, and then I would smear it for my rouge. Okay. So I did these circles on my face, and the stewardess said, okay, we're landing. Okay. You're right. <laughs> you are right. I got off of that airplane. I'm talking about red. <laughs> like five on each. And so here she comes with her husband. And she said, Hetty? And I said, oh, hi, honey. Oh, I'm so glad to see you. And she said, yeah, me too. <laughs> That's kind of strange. That's kind of strange. Her husband, he's real rich. He's like the president of the something or other or something. <laughs> I mean, you know, big time. And his appearance is important, and who he hangs out with is important. So he has really done something to come meet this woman who's speaking at one of these meetings. He looked at me and he went, hello. And I said, oh, hi. I'm just a dad, you know. <laughs> I'm telling you, he looked the other way. When we went to get the luggage, he walked right behind us. And I thought, what in this? They sure are acting strange. He didn't say a word. I mean, not a word in the car when he was driving me to the hotel. And I'm just chattering and trying to get them both to talk. And they're like, <laughs> we get to the hotel. Now, this gentleman sets my luggage out on the sidewalk and drives off. And I think, isn't this strange? Okay. <laughs> so I managed to get a bellboy, and I go in the, and so I'm putting all my stuff up, and I go in the bathroom where the big mirror goes all the way across, and I go. <laughs> Hetty! <laughs> Hetty! I mean, I've got chicken pox in the. <laughs> okay, long story short. Next day, I told the story on myself. And those women at this thing, big meeting, the next after lunch, they all came with big. <laughs> now you wonder why I took my valuable time to tell you that. Because we're talking about the joy of the Lord. We're talking about finding the peace that passes understanding. We're talking about being comfortable in the presence of the Lord, enjoying being with him, enjoying, and being able to look at yourself and laugh. <laughs> I thought I'd cry, and then I decided, no, I'll just laugh and I'll make something out of it. You know, it's when you're wearing a dress and you're walking down the street and the elastic breaks. <laughs> and what do you do? You just step out, pick it up, put it in your purse, and walk off. 
if today you can let it go, if today you can let God take over your life, get a sense of humor for your kids, for your family, for your church, for, for your pastor and his wife. If when things go bad and they go wrong, I told them they wanted me to walk around here and I said, my hair will go flat. <laughs> you know, we have to think about all those things because we're so cranky. You know, and I thought, if my hair goes flat, they won't hear a word I say. <laughs> if you could let yourself look at yourself in the mirror and think how funny you are. <laughs> We're funny. Funny things happen to us. And we need to loosen up and let the Lord, let the Lord help us to enjoy our life. Well, look what's happening. Look over here. Oh, look at all these things in America's going to pot. We're going to heaven. Forget it. I mean, I don't want you to really forget it. Because I want you to take, we want to take our responsibility to make America great. We want to do that. But I'm telling you now, we got to hold on to the rock that doesn't roll. We've got to hold on to the word of God. It never changes. It doesn't know what it is to feel one day like you're saved. And the next day you don't feel like you're saved. And one day you like your pastor Stephen, and the next Sunday you're not sure. <laughs> I mean, feelings. One of the first things the Lord showed me, living out here on this dirt road with a man, he began to teach me his ways. I'm going to be married. When I surrender, this is it. This is it. If you today could just close some doors that you got open, you might leave your husband, you might change your, you might do this, you might do that. Doors torment, just torment, torment. If you could get rid of that, the Lord wants to take that off of you today. He doesn't want his body to live tormented. He wants us to reflect his glory. He is the truth. He's the life. He's the way. His glory is what we live for, that he might be glorified through the kind of life that we live, through the way we walk through life, through the joy that we have that nobody, what is it you've got? Don't you want people? Somebody said, what is it you've got? They said, depression. You say, I've already got that. No, thank you. I mean, what, are, what is it, girls? What is it that we're offering to the world? What is it when I found that I'm going to live with Tom Brooks, I'm be the best wife in the whole world. I don't care if he doesn't ever say he loves me. I don't care. All he knew how to do was work. 
And that was the one thing I didn't know how to do. <laughs> he was everything I needed. He became the love of my life. He became everything. It wasn't that he changed. It's that I changed. If you can change today, if you can change the thing, the way you're thinking that's hindering you, well, I don't know why I don't have any friends. <laughs> Ask me, I'll tell you. <laughs> well, I, I don't know why our church doesn't, Somebody said, you know, our church is just nowhere. And I said, is it because you're in it? <laughs> it's not that the church is supposed to be everything to you. You're supposed to be everything to the church. <laughs> we are the church. We are the body of Christ. Let me read this scripture to you. I'm in Ephesians, and I'm in the New Living Translation. But I know this is a word that God has given me for all of us today. <clears throat> this is Paul, ah, my hero, what he, how he lived and what he went through with. It's embarrassing, <laughs> you know. He said, he's talking to the Ephesians, I pray for you constantly, asking God, the glorious Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, to give you spiritual wisdom and insight so that you might grow in the knowledge of God. I pray that your heart will be flooded with light so that you can understand. I'm telling you today, that's the word you want to remember. Because when, you're, when the eyes of your understanding are open, Things will change. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. Things will change when you think differently, when you begin to understand God's perspective. He said that so that you can understand and have the confident hope that he has given to those who call, are called his holy people who are rich and glorious in his inheritance. And listen to this. I pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power. Now, this is, she's supposed to be up here, Tracy. She's doing awesome, don't you think? She's <laughs> and she's answering my question. She's teaching us how to live with joy, and that's what I wanted her to tell us. How do you live a long life doing what God's called you to do, and still having joy the whole time. And that's one of the things she's lived out, and that's what she's teaching us today. You're so beautiful. When I grow up, I'm going to be like her. <clears throat> now listen to this. This is Second Corinthians, third chapter. The uh, seventh uh, verse. We now have this light, he's talking about light, Paul, shining in our heart, but we ourselves are like fragile clay jars containing this great treasure. This makes it clear that our great power, I want you to get that word, 
that our great power is from God. We're women and we're hard and we roll up our sleeves and we're going to make it happen and we're going to, yeah. And there are things, hey, I was going to change Don Brooks. Lost cause. <laughs> I failed miserably. But I changed. But I changed. Now listen to this. What will this power do in your life? This great Women, where's the power in your life? How are you, honey? I've been depressed lately. Well, I've just had a lot of problems. Well, I've just had all this. Well, I've just... I mean, I read the Apostle Paul, he's in prison, and he said, I have found the joy of living with Christ in me. He's in prison. Oh, forevermore. <clears throat> Listen, what this great power will do. Here's what he said. We're pressed on every side by troubles, but we're not crushed. He said, we're perplexed. We're driven to despair. We're knocked down. We are uh, uh, discouraged. All these things that happened to him. And then he goes on to say, but we continue to preach. <laughs> we continue to preach. And then in verse 18 he says, that's why I never give up. Girls, I'm telling you something. When I put the scripture before me, and meditated day and night, just like it says. When I begin to live by the word of God, I begin to recognize the difference in my feelings, my emotions, how I felt about something, the difference in that, and what God says, and who God is, and the power of the Holy Spirit to empower me to live above whatever's going on in the world. We're different. We're not like the world. We're different. I'm different. I have a joy when everybody else is depressed because I'm salt and light. What other choice do you think we have? Now, those of you who know me, the girls know I'll say this. Every time. We do not recognize we have an enemy. And he's right up here telling you what to think, how to feel, how. And for me, this is what God told me. Eddie, how could you bring such glory to the devil? Nothing you're thinking is according to my word. Not one action that you're taking is according to my word. That critical spirit that just judges everything and everybody and think, who do you think you are? Who do you think you are to have your opinion? I, I mean, 
people come up to me, that is, you want my opinion? And I say, no, honey. <laughs> I mean, if you want my opinion? No, honey, I don't. Nor do I want to give you my opinion. Because your opinion or my opinion may not be what God says. You, yeah, amen. You stand on his word, and you will have a joy. Nobody gives it to you. Jesus said, I will give you a joy, and nobody can take it away from you. You know where we get robbed? Right up here. Right up here. Well, the pastor said this. She said that. Let me tell you something. One of the great things I learned was never, They'll, they'll say this. I change when the word of God said, take no offense. You cannot offend me. You just can't. You, no matter what you do, no matter what you say to me, most of the time when you say, hey, do you, blah, 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 I say, I agree. I, I agree. Hey, you're this, you're that. I agree. We're in this together. <laughs> Let Miss Perfect stand up. Where is she? <laughs> Jesus Jr. <laughs> you know what I tell women? If you want to be honest, if you really want to be honest, and you're full of all this negative stuff, and you're mad and unforgiving. The Bible's plain about forgiveness. There's nobody in my life that I have not forgiven. Nobody. I'm not going to have that on me. That would mean whoever I'm not forgiven has more control over me. And I'm not letting anybody control me. People that don't like you, and that hurts you and offends you. They got control over you, baby. See, when we're controlled by the Holy Spirit, you get controlled by the Holy Spirit, you'll be free. I mean, you will be free. Now, for sometimes... But Hetty, I'm, I'm really, they were wrong. I know it. I sure would like to fix them. <laughs> Don't we want to fix each other? I was really, because they were wrong, and I was right. <laughs> you know, it's really the truth. I mean, it really is the truth. They were really stupid. <laughs> everybody's life of making everybody happy we're not meant to now see for some immediately we begin to feel I don't like her I feel condemnation now I just feel like I'm being condemned 
No, you're being set free. I'm not condemned by the word of God when it says, Hetty, you're lazy. You need to do something. When I learn to be convicted, not condemned, you are not condemned. I don't care what you've done. I don't care what you thought. I don't care how unforgiving you've been to your sister or your brother or your pastor or your uncle or your daddy. I don't care. None of that. The blood of Jesus will cover all that, will bring you out and set you free and let God take care of that. And in the meantime, Jesus said, I'm going to give you a joy and nobody can take it away from you. Jesus said, I'm going to give you a peace that passes understanding. What do we think we're doing when we read this? I tell people, if you, if you just read it, don't live it. You know, we just love to feel religious. I read the Bible today. Somebody said, I try to read 10 chapters a day. I said, well, which one of them changed you? Sometimes I read one verse, do good for evil. <laughs> We're all in this together. We just need to cut each other some slack. Forget everything. Let it go and be free to be who we are and love each other and Live for the glory of God and be the church. The church of Jesus Christ. Be winners and overcomers. Now, I've said, if you've got a heaviness, you be sure and be honest. And say to the devil, be the glory. And I like to say it this way. Just jump up on top of the table. Maybe in your kitchen or your living room or this one right here if you need to. We'll let you. And shout with all your heart, to the devil be the glory. I'm so depressed. I'm so mad. I'm so upset. I hate my father. I hate to you, Satan, be the glory. Ooh. I'm going to ask you a question. Would that be the truth? The truth is when the devil is controlling your attitudes, we're unloving, we're unforgiving, we're mean-spirited, we're cranky. Do you all know what the word cranky means? <laughs> I got up the other day and I thought, I feel cranky. <laughs> Have you ever gotten up and you just feel cranky with your kids? With somebody, I don't know how that demon likes to live in us girls, but I'm telling you, that crankiness, that dissatisfied. My house, my car, my couch, my neighbors, my somebody, I'm telling you, if you can buck up, I used to, I, I, I was the guest speaker all over everywhere when I would go to the parking lot and I had the oldest model car in the parking lot. 
And I began speaking. That didn't. See, there's a place, and I want you to come to it today. I want you to come to that place of power. Power that you don't have. I don't have that. I don't have that to love my enemies, to forget people that gossip. I don't have that. I don't have the power to love myself. You know what I mean? You're just not this. You don't have a college education. You didn't. I mean, I'm 24. I marry a guy that's 20. I'm four years older than him. I had a college education. He barely got through high school. And I married him. I must have been desperate. <laughs> Let me tell you something. God paved our road. God let, put it in my heart when I surrendered. And I started a little day camp with seven kids. This last summer, even with COVID, my grandchildren now are doing everything. We had 2,500 kids. <laughs> not one fever, not one sickness. I'm going to tell you when, you, when you let the Lord be the Lord and you love God's people and you're there for them, good, bad, and indifferent, you stay in there, I'm going to tell you, you will begin to find favor with God. You will find favor with God and man, and God will begin to draw. How, God, will you ever find me out here on this dirt road? How will you ever find me? I've got three dirty little old kids, <laughs> and they give me a headache. It's amazing what my, what my kids have grown up. It's not over. It's not over. I don't care where you are in life. It's not over. The best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. I begin to believe that. I be, now, Hedy, you got happy after you started your day camp? Oh, no, no, no. Wait. No, no, no. I got happy before. I got happy with Don Brooks. I got happy with three dirty little kids. I got happy on a dirt road. Get happy where you are. Don't wait. Don't wait. When I change husbands, I'll be happy. I got news for you. When I get a new house, I'll be happy. Eventually, it'll have to be repainted like everything else. I'll be happy when, I'm going to tell you, if you would leave this place today with the joy of the Lord, transferred supernaturally. Do you understand? There is a difference in information. The Bible will give you information or the Spirit of God. The church has ignored the Holy Spirit. 
God, Jesus is in heaven. God is in heaven. Who is it here that's at work? It's the Holy Spirit. And you know what he does? He reveals Jesus. You know what he does? He will lead you to the Father. You know what he does? He will open up the eyes of your understanding. And today, you'll say, Satan, I'm not going to lay down in I was in the bed with depression for a week at a time. I mean, I just cried. Mother would say, what's wrong? Well, do you think I'm going to tell mother I don't like my husband? Do you think I'm going to tell mother? You know, I couldn't tell mother. She liked my husband better than she did me. <laughs> there was no way that I could do that. Listen to me, girls. There's power in the Holy Spirit, and he wants to come in here today. He wants to fill you today. He wants to release you. And you know what? We try to justify our religious theology. We try to justify our self-righteousness. We try, will you just let it all go and be you? Precious, darling, wonderful you. Whom God loves and who I love. Would you just be you? And let, let the Holy Spirit bless you and fill you. And you become an instrument of joy and love, peace. And instead of being weak and getting run over by the devil with all his lies and accusations and the way he's held you with one something, you can't forgive your daddy. What he is you, you just, you can't. Because that was mean he's right and you're wrong. And we just, we're too, we can't do that. God says, you give me your daddy and what do you do? And I'll cleanse you of everything that happened to you. I was reading the Apostle Paul, and he said, forgetting those things that are past. Forget. I know you had an abortion. You hate yourself for it. But Jesus understands. He, he will heal that for you. He's the healer of broken hearts. I thank God for the way he has forgiven me. How can I not forgive you? How can I not forgive everybody in the world the way he's forgiven me? There's nobody I can hold on against. Nobody. Because I'm forgiven. And my forgiveness depends on how much I forgive. Forgive us our debts, our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. The Holy Spirit's being poured out on America. This is our time. We're going to shine in the midst of this crisis. We're going to be the people that somebody can run to, and we'll just transfer joy and life into the midst of them, the world will just come and say, what is this you have? I want it. 
They've got depression. They've got unforgiveness. They've got bitterness. They've got a critical spirit. They've got headaches and heartbreaks. We're going to rise up. That's what this is all about. This is Katie's heart. This is Stephen's heart. These are my babies. And you see, you will have the people that you poured your life into. You will have the people, I know some of you who've moved here to help them and to be with them. Tamara moved from Texas. These two moved from Texas to help me. See, God will push you where you can help ministries and people. He will place people. And he's pushed you in this strategic place. And I rejoice in every one of you that are here to be the planting of the Lord. The name of Jesus is being exalted. Because you as believers, I want you right now, close your eyes. Help me, Lord. Sweet Holy Spirit, would you come and give me a power I don't have? Would you help me to forgive when I can't? Would you help me to love when I can't? Come, Holy Spirit, and give me that power. Jesus says you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Father, empower every woman, every man in this place. Anoint us with power so that we can live big for your glory. Help us rise above the circumstances of our life and build the kingdom of God. May your kingdom come and your will be done here on earth like it is in heaven. Now, Father, I thank you for the deliverance. Somebody here has forgiven somebody, hadn't been able to do it. God just doing it. You can't do it. You just let the Holy Spirit. I can't love. Let the Holy Spirit love through you. I have people I don't even like, and the Holy Spirit loves them through me. Let the Holy Spirit love your husband. Let the Holy Spirit love your kids. You know that one you don't like. Let the Holy Spirit love through you. Let the Spirit of God live in you. You're not being a hypocrite. You're being smart. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Come and do a work and anoint these precious women to go out of here and be salt and light and shine for your glory in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Wasn't that so good? You did awesome. She did great. Okay, so I, w I do want to tell you something, and one of the reasons why I want to brag on her is the fact that I know that some of y'all don't know all the people that she's impacted, and I know that, you know, you see here the numbers of last summer 2,500 kids came to camp, but out, out of how many years is camping going? 
58. And then how many years of women's seminars had you taught? Have you taught uh, women's seminars? How many years? <laughs> okay, so here's the deal. You're talking about thousands of kids and hundreds of women every single summer. And I'm just letting you know that I don't know very many people who have had a direct connection with as many salvations as this woman right here. And she started, like she said, on a dirt road with nothing. Nothing. And no water on the ranch, and we've got four lakes. Church started in my living room. Right, absolutely. Absolutely. And the thing is, is I want you to know that as we are talking about living lovely and being ready for Christ's return, that wherever you are, whatever starting point you're at right now, it can be your starting point. Yes. There is, there's no requirements. There is no uh, conditions. We can lay down the heaviness that she talked about. We mm. can choose joy, and we can every day live lovey, lovely. And I believe that's when, when we're 90, we can see, hey, I'm not just going to heaven by myself. I'm bringing a whole bunch of people with me. You know, is that your heart? Who wants to help others find Jesus? Well, uh, we are going to help you off the stage, and I'm going to have Aaron come. Obviously, Aaron, you ready to introduce the next thing? But I'm going to sit somewhere. Yes, you're going to sit right there in the honorary seat. Yes. And so um, we are grateful for everybody. Give her one more round of applause. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We would love to hear how this message impacted you. Feel free to let us know on the Contact Us tab of the house website. We hope you have a great week.